This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Australians produce 74 million tonnes of waste each year, of which only 60% is recycled, leaving the rest disposed of in landfill. Being educated about recycling and following some of the simplest rules can make a difference. Although the majority of Australians recognise the importance of recycling, many are confused as to what can and cannot be recycled, says Pip Kiernan, Chair of Clean Up Australia. There was a recent study this year that found that 89% of us think it's important, but only around one in three of us are getting it right when it comes to what we put in the recycling bin. So there is room for improvement. Putting the wrong items into the recycling bin or bagging them can contaminate the rest of the recyclables, sending the whole bin load to landfill instead. Studies have shown that many people place items into the recycling bin even when they're unsure if the item is recyclable. This is called wish cycling and is one of the major contributors to contamination. Common mistakes we make are things where we think, oh, I wish that were recycling, I'm going to put it in. So things like tissues, kitchen towels, people put textiles in there, nappies. These items can contaminate the recycling, the whole truck of recycling and cause damage. And batteries are another really important one. They don't belong in the recycling bin. It's important to check with your local council about what can be recycled in your area, as rules around recycling not only differ between states and territories, but between council areas as well. This makes educating Australians across the country quite challenging. Free online tools, such as Greenius by Cleanway, can provide clear bin instructions specific to your local area. But a common rule that we should all follow is to only put loose, clean and dry recyclables into the curbside recycling bin. Think of these recyclables as resources, which can be given a new life. Don't put your recyclables into a plastic bag, for instance. They need to go in clean and dry. So if you think about a jar, for instance, we need to take out any solid food from there, any liquids, separate the metal lid from the glass and put those items separately into the bin. If you think about cardboard, that needs to be clean and dry. So if they're greasy, if that can't go into the recycling bin, it needs to go into the general waste bin. So how do we know if an item is recyclable? The Australasian Recycling Label, ARL, was introduced in 2018, giving clear instructions as to which components of the packaging can be recycled. This often involves separating parts, such as caps, lids and plastic sleeves, Ms Kiernan explains. And that provides very good guidance to us as, as consumers. So often some rules like the spray you use in the laundry for pre-stain remover, for instance, some of those products, the nozzle itself may not be recyclable, but the bottle may. And if it has the Australian recycling label, it will give you that guidance um, and you'll know to, to separate those items before they go in the recycling bin. If an item does not have the ARL and you're not sure if it's recyclable, leave it out of the recycling bin so that it won't contaminate the rest of the good recycling. While items such as soft plastic cannot be recycled through your curbside recycling bin, they are nevertheless recyclable. But to do so, you must take them to a designated drop-off point around the country. 
RedCycle has been providing ways to recover and reuse soft plastics for over a decade. They have over 1,900 drop-off locations around the country, including in all the major supermarkets. Rebecca Gleghorn is the Marketing and Communications Manager at Red Group. Four million pieces of soft plastic are returned to Red Cycle Bins every single day. Our average is four grams. So that's 16,000 kilos of soft plastic saved from and diverted from landfill every single day across the country. And that's increasing and increased um, over 200% within the financial year from 2020 to 2021. From freezer bags to bread bags, Ziploc bags and even bubble wrap, you'll be surprised to see how much soft plastic you can accumulate over a period, all of which can be recycled. However, there are exceptions, and like with any recycling in Australia, we should always check for the ARL. The main ones we can't take are anything that are full silver, got too high in aluminium content. We also can't take compostable and biodegradable soft plastics. The reason being is because they've got an additive in them which is deliberately designed to break that particular packaging down. Now, you can imagine if we then try to use that type of plastic with that additive in it, in a product like a bench seat or a bollard or something like that, it's going to actually still biodegrade. These soft plastics are then processed and sent to manufacturing partners to be turned into fencing, furniture and road infrastructure, just to name a few. Councils may also have designated days to collect other household wastes that can't be recycled, such as e-wastes, white goods and x-rays. They may also collect hazardous chemicals and batteries for safe disposal. While converting waste into something new has positive impact on the environment, it doesn't change the fact that we're still producing and consuming an immense number of products. There's now a growing trend around the world, including Australia, where people share and receive items for free to be reused and repurposed. The Buy Nothing project began in the United States in 2013 and has exploded around the globe. Liv McGuinness, who administrates the extensive Buy Nothing project group in Sydney's Hills District, says people are beginning to ask questions about where their resources come from and where they go. We've stopped thinking about the red bin as being a magical system where we put things in it guilt-free and they disappear. You know, that we're starting to wonder about all of those things that we threw in the red bin in the last, you know, couple of decades and the fact that they're still somewhere slowly rotting. And I think that people don't want to contribute waste in the way that they have historically. From toys that children have grown out of to items that have sat in your wardrobe, a variety of items are shared and received within the group every day. Rules basically say that anything that's legal can be gifted and we've actually seen an extraordinary array of things being gifted from food things to furniture to boxes to secondhand electrical goods and it's extraordinary. Things that are really popular are moving boxes, plant cuttings, things that you wouldn't specifically have a lot of value economically are things that people are often very, very happy to give and receive. Reusing and repurposing items has a more positive long-term impact on the environment. It also strengthens the community. When you're the beneficiary of someone's kindness on the internet who doesn't know you, has no vested interest in your life, doesn't know anything about your circumstance, is willing to give you something without strings attached, I think that that's a really positive thing. For people moving into the community, it's also a fantastic way to meet people and to form your network. If we all take a moment to observe how we are recycling or disposing of our waste, there are many changes we can make to play our part for the planet. And that change can start today. 
This was an SBS radio podcast. For more settlement guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.